Hey, what's up, Stay Tuners? It's your good friend Jimbo here. Just letting you know, before you listen to this awesome episode that we give you guys week in and week out, head over to Twitter, follow us there at ST Sports Podcast, as well as our Facebook page, like and share that, and then head over to YouTube after you're done doing all that stuff and subscribe to our channel because we will be live streaming within the next few weeks, and that's where you're going to want to watch and interact with us. So hit Twitter up, ST Sports Podcast, Facebook, like and share our page, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Enjoy the show. You heard the rest. Now here's the best. Stay to Sports Podcast with Jimbo and O'Brien. Hey, what's up, Stay Tuners? It's your good friend Jimbo back again by myself for now. Uh, me and Shoulders had a little bit of a scheduling conflict this past week. Um, but we are going to do a special episode that will be available Saturday. Um, we're going to be doing a tribute episode to Kobe Bryant with the news of him passing last Sunday. So I'm not really going to get into it too much. Uh, in this episode, because I definitely want to get me in shoul- uh, shoulders to talk about, because we grew up watching them, so it wouldn't be right if it was just me uh, doing it here. But I do want to send out my condolences to the Bryant family and all the rest of the um, families that have lost people in that crash. Um, but we do have some other news to talk about Uh, Major League Baseball some NFL news especially with the Super Bowl coming up this weekend Um, you know we talked a little bit last week me Allentown and O'Brien pretty much sounds like me and Allentown are going for the Chiefs as shoulders O'Brien is going for the 49ers Uh, speaking of the Chiefs Getting right into it. Not sure if you guys seen that Mr. Kareem Hunt is back in the news. And as more of this is coming about, because he got pulled over, I believe, uh, last week. Not this past week, but last week for speeding. And also had some marijuana in the car that he was driving but was not issued a ticket for the drugs or open containers just for speeding. Well, this past Tuesday, the dash cam of the cop that pulled Hunt over came out, and it's a little disturbing um, on a couple ends here. So how the video starts off, if you guys haven't seen it yet, the police officer walks up to the car, opens the door, and as he opens the door, a empty bottle pops out. Now, it looks like a liquor bottle. I may be wrong, but it looks like a liquor bottle. Um, He asks Kareem Hunt to step out, takes him to the back of his car. They talk a little bit, 
and the police officer puts him in the back of the police cruiser says he's not under arrest but if there's anything else in the car that was time to confess you know um kareem hunt kept saying no there's uh no drugs you know he does have the the liquor bottle in the back in his backpack so upon the officer investigating and going through the car he finds a bag of marijuana in kareem hunt's backpack now hunt tries to say it's his brothers and you know trying to not um basically get in trouble i guess by lying and eventually he does come and say it was his now this police officer the whole time kept saying i'm not gonna give you a i'm only gonna give you a traffic stop ticket you're not gonna get in trouble for that you know i love the cleveland browns this and that and the other thing but the thing that is and was scary to me was what Kareem Hunt said, and you could hear him clear as day say it on the video camera. Um, he was, he said, I should be playing for a freaking Super Bowl. It hurts my soul. Like, you don't understand. I've been fighting a lot of shit lately, man. It still hurts me to this day. I love Cleveland. I love the Browns. But you don't understand, I'm just the worst person in the world sometimes, like, I guess. And I don't even do nothing. Try to help everybody. I don't do it justice. If, Like I said, if you guys find the video, you could just hear the pain in his voice. And I'm not condoning what he did as far as having the drugs in his car, lying to the cop. But listening to his voice, this dude needs help. You know, there, there's obviously something... That he's not over yet. You know, he lost his chance with the Chiefs when he was caught on video um, with the scuffle that he had with the female, uh, it was about two years ago, last year. And now he's with the Browns. And he was, an, he was an okay player. I mean, he wasn't what he was with the Chiefs. But like he said, he should be playing... In the Super Bowl this weekend. And he's not. And this is a good case for any of these young players coming up that think they're invincible. Obviously you're not. And you never know what the future holds. Here, you know, Kareem Hunt, all he had to do that one night was just stay in his room and walk away. Walk away from the situation that came about. Yes, he was drinking and, and under the influence. Maybe, and if this video shows at all, maybe he has a drinking problem. I mean, open bottle of, of vodka uh, and just taking what he said, just a few parts of it, you know, I'm the worst person in the world sometimes. What else is going on behind the scenes that we don't know about? You know, I know a lot of these players smoke marijuana to help ease the pain, whether it's, you know, mental or physical. 
you know, maybe Kareem Hunt has something else going on that I just hope that he he doesn't turn into a hate to say it, Lawrence Phillips. Lawrence Phillips was a very good running back. Just couldn't stay out of his way. I mean, we see it with Antonio Brown, who was arrested last week for battery. Um, him and his trainer were charged with it for beating up movers or something. And since then, he's been quiet. I, you know, finally something happened had to happen to finally have Antonio Brown kind of be quiet and and stop with all the the drama. But here is Kareem Hunt could have played in the Super Bowl. Now, that's one aspect of it. The other part is, you know, how I just said that someone needs to help Kareem Hunt. I have all the respect in the world for police officers with the, the job and the situations they have to go through day in and day out. But whatever happened to the, the phrase, no one is above the law. Kareem Hunt has an open bottle of, of liquor. He had marijuana on him. After hearing his voice in in the in his statement there about how he's supposed to be playing in the Super Bowl, you're not doing him any favors by letting him go. You know, this dude needs help and maybe getting him out the street and sober him up. Because then Kareem Hunt did go on and say he will fail a, a drug test if the NFL were to test him. Now, some of the things that led up to Kareem Hunt saying that, the officer was, you could hear the officer saying on the, the dash cam, I understand you're with the Browns and all that. You have my word. If there's nothing in the car, I'm going to just give you a traffic ticket. And that's when he went to go um, search the car and found the weed. The farthest that this police officer went to, I guess if you want to say help Kareem, was he said, I hate to say this, but you of anybody should know if you're trying to stay good, stay on the right path, this is not the way to go. I mean, you had like a good second part of the year, you don't want to screw that up over some weed. I mean, he lied to you. He lied to the officer. He has a bag of weed. Open container, speeding. I mean, yes, he's a celebrity, but I I think he should got he should got the hammer. He should got all three, four tickets, or however many tickets he was supposed to get with all those offenses. Now, with that all being said, there's no word on where the NFL stands with this, um, especially with Kareem Hunt admitting he would fail a drug test. The Cleveland Browns are aware of it. I just don't see how this goes good for them. You know, teams seem to be cracking down a little bit more as far as um, not letting players slide. Especially when they're not, you know, the the A-list, the big 
big names. You know, Kareem Hunt's a good player, but he's no Shaquan Barkley or um, you know Barry Sanders, like big names. I think this will be the end of Kareem Hunt with Cleveland. I'm sure someone will pick him up. Just like how the NFL always is. Now, I touched on real quickly about Antonio Brown being arrested last week. He was charged with um, burglary with battery, burglary of an unoccupied conveyance, and criminal mischief. So the story was a moving van was parked in front of his house and he decided to go out and confront the guy well his trainer was also with him and ended up having a warrant issued for his arrest which was a little disturbing because he had a a suicide prevention vest uh, I think is what they called it on at a different location because he wasn't in the courtroom and he was released on bond he had to hand over all his guns um, his passports and has to wear an ankle bracelet as well as check in with court personnel uh, periodically I mean this is on top of the NFL investigating his other situation that he's involved with, with the uh, sexual allegations or whatever. I mean, there's so many, so many stories with this this guy. It's just hard to keep up anymore now. You just gotta wonder if this last one was the straw that broke the camel's back. I mean, he still says he's going to play next year. But yet, when he tried out with the Saints before the season was over, a couple of days afterwards, he said, oh, it was an all-PR stunt. The Saints just wanted to bring me in. What team is going to want to bring you in to play? Like, you're lucky if the XFL picks you up. And at the rate he's going, I don't even think the NFL has to discipline Brown because I don't think anybody's going to want to pick him up. I mean his agent, Drew Rosenhaus dropped him. Said he has no problem representing him as long as he gets help. And hopefully this last incident because again, he's been quiet lately. Uh, I believe just a few days ago, he put out there that he's going to be at this one gym, I guess, near his his house or wherever he was, if they wanted to come out and train with them, which was the only was the first time that actually he sent out a tweet that made sense. So I, I really don't think we're ever going to see Antonio Brown, a very talented wide receiver ever play in the NFL ever again. Now, you know, last week was the Pro Bowl. Let me, 
I, I just got to bring this up. I know everybody don't like the Pro Bowl and no one really watches it anymore. But I put it on for like a quick second and they don't tackle anymore in there. I mean, I turned it on and Mark Ingram runs up the, the middle or to the outside or whatever. He breaks off about 10, 12 yards and the NFC defender comes running up, touches him and the whistle gets blown. Doesn't tackle him. They're all wearing pads. Look what the hell's going on. I thought maybe like false start or something like that. And then the next play, same thing happens. Touches them, whistle blown. Like by this point, you know, just scrap this, the, the, the Pro Bowl. Name a Pro Bowl team. Give them their, their bonuses. And nice little segue here. There's your 17th game. You know, you have that extra week there for the Pro Bowl. The the owners are really trying to push for the past couple of years, about two years now, to extend the NFL season. And a lot of the players at the Pro Bowl have voiced that they are against it. Unless the owners give up something, a.k.a. money. Now, there's been some ideas out there floating around of how to do it. Um, one of the most common one amongst fans and players and is shortening the preseason. I mean, if we really think about it, the last week of the preseason, the last game of the preseason... None of the starters play. And I know me and Shoulders has, have talked about, you know, how to go about it. Really, just those, just all you need is two games. Make two games. I mean, you only do two cut dates. Play only your, your bubble starters. You know, you got OTAs. You got training camp. If by that point you don't know who should be on your team and who's not or who should be, you got issues, more issues than worrying about how to fit a game in somewhere. Now, a couple of the the pro bowlers, this is kind of what some of them said. The uh, Jacksonville Jaguars defensive end, Clayus Campbell, who's the Jaguars union rep, said he's talked to a lot of players over the past several months and feels that the 17th game is going to be the biggest sticking point of the CBA. Now, the CBA runs out after this upcoming season. I can't remember. It's been a while since the last time that we had any type of stoppage or no agreement between the union and the players. I mean, it's, it's, it's probably been over a decade. Another player, the Tennessee Titans defensive lineman, Jarrell Casey, suggested dumping all of training camp or majority of it. I don't think you could dump all of it because, again, you're going to have bubble players I mean, look at the Eagles this past year. Greg Ward 
was a practice squad player for the past three years. If he didn't have training camp the past three years, he would have never been on a practice squad because the Eagles would have never seen what he had. Obviously, he didn't have enough talent to overtake Nelson Aguilar or Jeffrey at the time or Jackson at the time. But now that he was on the practice squad, had a chance to hone his skills a little bit better, and he was actually a very good contributor towards the end of the season there. Some of... um, some of the potential things that the players have discussed to say, okay, maybe we'll give that that extra week for you is obviously more money, expanded, uh, expanded game day rosters, additional bye week, expanded playoffs, guaranteed contracts, and a higher percentage of the revenue split between owners and players. I think if honestly, I think if the owners give it a little bit more of uh, the revenue split, which I don't think they're going to. That is their best chance to make the players agree to the 17th week. I think an extra bye week, not sure if I'm a fan of that. I mean, yeah, I mean, you look at, again, look at the Eagles past week or this past year, definitely would have helped them out with all the injuries they had, but I, I can't see that happening. And guaranteed t- contracts. I mean, Jesus Christ! Look at the look, look at Carson Wentz and Jared Goff. I mean, the Rams and the Eagles are stuck stuck with those quarterbacks for at least the next five six years. The way guaranteed money is in those contracts. The one thing that did jump out to me about all of this, and all the players are worried about. The risk of injuries, especially among linemen, teams averaged 63 offensive plays per game last year. So if they add an additional game, they're projected to be looking at about 130 more snaps a year. We're already seeing a lot of players retire just around the 30-year-old age mark. When I saw that number, I'm thinking, man, these players are going to start retiring when they're 26, 27 years old. The the lifespan of a football player in the NFL is just going to start going down drastically unless the owners give some money back. That's the only way they're going to give in to give the, the 17th uh, game. Now the one, um, the one idea that I think this would be workable to help, if, if the money thing doesn't work, if, if the the owners don't give the revenue split, Minnesota Vikings defensive end Danell Hunter said um, the players want a longer off season. The voluntary workouts get rid of. Except for the rookies. I, I think the rookies should be there because they got to get brought to speed on a new playbook and 
I mean, you know, you if you bring your vets back that have been in the the program the following year, they already know the playbook. So there's no real like, what are you gaining by bring them in? That one, you know, and, and to to go further about why he was saying about longer off season, and made a point, you know. Super Bowls this weekend. OTAs are, or the voluntary workouts are in April. And then the OTAs, I, I, I believe, are like May. So, like, these players really only get about 12 to 14 weeks off a year. And then have to go, what, uh, 40 two weeks a year you know I mean and it's a physical game I mean it's not like you know tennis or and I'm not trying to put any other sports down but it's a very physical game the only other sport out there that's as physical would be hockey I think this year with this CBA I think this may be the the year that we're going to see a work stop. It's just because the owners are so dead set on this 17th game. I mean, yes, they'll make a lot more money than prior years by having an extra game. But I don't blame the players for holding out. Because it's their body, their mind, and what are they getting back for sacrificing that? You know, Luke Kukli just retired a few weeks back due to medical reasons and he is 29 30 years old I don't know if anybody watched the Aaron Hernandez uh, documentary on Netflix but the San Fran rookie linebacker retired I believe his rookie year because due to him worried about his brain these owners gotta start giving something back to these players and before you guys come at me and say well you know what what about the the hundred million dollar contracts you can't look at the 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 total of it you gotta see what's guaranteed it could be 10 years 100 million dollars but out of that 100 million dollars if only 5 million is guaranteed that's all they're guaranteed over the time yeah they could get the 100 million but team could cut them and only lose five million out of a hundred million that player loses 95 million dollars and sacrifices body so I could understand also why these players want more guaranteed contracts so I think that's gonna be it for this episode like I said uh, I'll be back tomorrow actually before I go head over to podchaser.com it's a it's an awesome website that you can review and rate and follow your favorite podcasts out there. Look us up there, give us a review, a follow, and then also look up uh, the Belly Up Podcast Network, where they have all the podcasts that are in their network there, and give them some reviews um, as well. So head over to Twitter also. Follow us there at ST Sports Podcast. 
head over to our Facebook page, like and share our page there, and go to our, uh, our YouTube channel and subscribe to that because me and O'Brien are working behind the scenes to get the live stream up and running so you guys could interact with us a little bit better and we can answer your questions on the spot. And if you're looking for some cool merchandise, head over to staytunesports.net. We have the merchandise tab there that takes you right to, you know, t-shirts, hoodies, whatever you guys and gals would want to buy. Um, and any type of updates we do over there. We just unveiled that website a couple weeks ago as well. So until Saturday, like I said, we're having a special episode for that day. This is your good friend Jimbo signing out.